we've helped physical products launch on Kickstarter. We did a 600, I think two different $600,000 launches. So it's from zero to 600,000 in sales in 30 days. Welcome. Um, I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the podcast, man. Super excited for this one. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, right yeah. now my main focus is building online courses for clients and then also teaching yeah. people how to do it. It's been a journey now for like 13 years of being in the online business space. You know, I started in college mm-hmm. building websites and realized pretty quickly that just making a, a beautiful website was not going to make much of a difference for people. So I <laughs> started to yeah. dive into lead generation, marketing tactics, mm-hmm. sales, copywriting, and you know, live webinar training, just all those things uh, ended up building software and had a chance to work with thousands of entrepreneurs through our software product where we were doing lead gen on Facebook and helping people do live trainings and then eventually selling access to their digital uh, training. So yeah, just been in the game for a long time and seen, nice. you know, my passion is really with the, the average entrepreneur who's trying to put these pieces mm. together themselves and just seeing how yeah. challenging that can be to make it look professional and actually yeah. make money for them. Definitely, definitely love it. So you've been in the, in the game, you said for like 13 years. So, so tell us a little bit about kind of some of the, the early kind of digital products and courses that you launched and, and then kind of you, some of the clients that you've worked with over the last few years and kind of give us the stuff you've been working on. I'm curious. Yeah, there's some awesome stories. There's a, there's a lot. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can think of the most interesting ones for you guys. I think the early days we started, we integrated, um, you know, PayPal into our product way back in like 2013. What what was cool back then is we were working with a lot of people who were in like MLMs and like, you know, pushing other products. So what we actually did is we, we were the first to embed uh, live streaming video onto Facebook. So before Facebook live existed, we found out how to like, we installed an app on a Facebook page. And then we took Hangouts on air and embedded it in there. And then we put a like gate on it. So people had to like the page to get access to the, the video training. And then eventually wow. we added payment to that so they could buy access to your hosted video content through on PayPal. Facebook. Yeah, all on Facebook. And then we had a system where um, they w- it would automatically add them to a Facebook group after they opted in or yep. registered or bought then we hooked it up to messaging. So it would send a, a welcome message and a thank you. And you could blast out messages to everyone who was registering. Dude, it was the coolest thing. Right. And had, man, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're blowing my mind. Damn. Well, well I, man, I don't know about the stuff that, that they work on right now. Then if, if that's what, how many years ago was that when, when Facebook Live wasn't even around? Yeah. 20, you know, 13 yeah. was when we really took mm. off with that product. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and, and what was that product? Uh, it was called was 22 it Social. Yeah, it, it was a, a software product called 22 Social. And we ended up mm-hmm. expanding out to like any entrepreneur. It initially started. So the whole idea was crazy because we found what we found was uh, in the MLM world, it was like anyone could just go you know, promote a product, build their team. There's a lot of ways to make money. So it was yep. like a great doorway into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. for low mm-hmm. low entry price. Yeah. And is this um, just just physical products in the MLM, or, or is anything? Is it digital products like like insurance? What what actual? Products yeah, it was there? a wide range. Uh, it was a lot of like you know oh, okay. supplements, like protein okay. shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like you know fitness stuff. There was 
um, of wide variety of like digital products. And anyway, it was, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a weird space. Like it can get, it's a lot, it attracts a lot of people who aren't very good at marketing. So you get some like interesting people like and tactics and not always the best. Uh, but we learned a lot about what works. So the people who are actually making money doing that were the ones who are consistently mm-hmm. showing up every week and doing mm-hmm. what they call like live, you know, live webinars yeah. back then it was, there were a lot of ways to do it, but it, it, the consistency of showing up every week and interacting mm-hmm. live is what really helped people stand yeah. out. So that's why we mm-hmm. built that product to make it easier. We thought everyone would want to do it, but actually <laughs> very few people could do it well. So what we did yeah. then is we like created a system where they could simulcast it. And anyway, all the reps could like put the leaders live training on their page and then have their, their link below. Wow. So they didn't Damn. have to do the work. It was like early nice. affiliate marketing kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the Damn. key takeaway was I, that live live video was the key for selling any product or service, mm-hmm. and that's that's the big mm-hmm. lesson that we learned. Yeah, yeah. And is that is that still the case? You think right now, uh, or, or, or how's it changed since then? Yeah, you know, it's the concept is still there. I think the the truth is that it doesn't have to be live necessarily, but a recording, mm-hmm. a good live recording, the energy of interacting live and teaching live especially if you want to sell Mm -hmm. info products and programs, Mm -hmm. they want to see how you show up. You know, if you really have the knowledge and even your personality and how you present your ideas, if they can follow along and they get that experience. So podcasts are great for that nowadays. You know, you see the short form videos to get a little, a teaser and then inviting them into a longer form Mm -hmm. webinar where you can get to, to know the person better and kind of see behind the scenes of what's going on. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that makes a ton of sense. I've seen a few, I've actually tested a few and been a part of a few kind of like podcast VSLs or podcast webinars. And they're, um, they seem, you know, uh, to get a lot higher view rates. It's hard to kind of tie in, you know, like a nice kind of sales message into the end. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I've seen some people, I know some people absolutely crushing it with like a podcast style VSL as content. Um, in terms of uh, like like VSLs or, or, or kind of webinars, I'm curious around what your, you know, what your main kind of go-to tactic or, 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 or tactics are right right now. Maybe maybe let's pause. Let's step back. When you say info products and, and courses that you're building right now, do you have like a, a particular kind of price point or range that you focus on or or, or does it kind of d- depend on, on, the, on the market and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I wish I could say there's one perfect answer. It really does yeah. fluctuate based on mm. what we found is like a lot of our clients are teaching business type content. So they are, yeah. what we've attracted mm. are like leaders in their space who are doing well in their business. So all the way from like photographers, hairstylists, mm-hmm. mindset coaches, if they're doing well in their business, then they want to teach other people in their industry how they do that. So like how they mm-hmm. market or how they um, advertise, you know, they're teaching specifics or how they bundle their packages and, uh, do the sales calls. So a lot of our clients are actually teaching money making things, which you can charge more for because the ROI is much more obvious. So what we've seen around a price range of like, you know, from like 750 to like $2,000 in there, uh, has been a pretty sweet, good, sweet spot. Our best case studies I've done like six figure launches with a price point around that, like around 1500 has been a good one. And they don't need a huge audience. We've seen this work with clients who have just a few hundred people in like a Facebook group. And if they're the targeted right people and you're saying, Hey, I can show you how to make more money in your business. It's kind of a no brainer. If like, I'm going to go behind, you know, go behind the scenes of my business 
and show you everything I'm doing. They don't even have to make up any new content. It's like, just, I'll just show you how I run my business. Yeah. 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 Here are my SOPs. Yeah. We like, I've worked with a few people as well where, you know, they already have the, the SOPs documented and they basically just add an intro and it's like, you know, yeah, there it is. That's yeah, exactly. Which is what people want. You know what I mean? They don't care about like theory. It's like, if you just give me the yes. script, just, you know, plug and play. Um, so, okay. So the price range around kind of 900 to 2000 and I assume all the way up into 2000, you're selling this kind of like on, on automation. There's no, um, is, is there kind of like manual DMS or, or, or someone closing, uh, f- for the high ticket or it's all automated. Yeah, it's definitely, we, we usually get our clients from like zero to one. So we get them through that first launch, which is generally their warm audience. We just say, Hey, look, you have, we're going to help you package this up. So we don't take them beyond that. Uh, we usually hand that off to someone who does more like conversion tactics and, and advertising. So what we've seen work well is like Facebook groups or wherever they have their community, do some uh, interaction in a live format, you know, build up to uh, one day we're going to be there live with them, have some bonuses, a promotion, a special deal. And usually that's a pre-sell. So we don't even have them make their course until after that. So we're, we're validating like, Hey, here's the idea. What do you guys think? I'm looking for like, you know, a handful of people to come join. And then they get to work and, and even building their course content with their students is it's just way easier for them. And like, it's more fun and you can create a better product. Especially with kind of like Q and a, where it's like, you know, you may teach 10 things and then the, the, the students may have questions instead of you having to reshoot it, you just answer it on the live. And then that's the, you know, the, the course in the, um, yep. in the evergreen version. Okay. So, so most of the courses that you're launching kind of have an existing audience or like a, an existing group that you want to launch to. You reckon that's like, like obviously very important. I'd say it is, but it's not required. Uh, I mean, obviously if you want to make a bunch of money quickly, that's going to help. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of clients, you know, the, what I've found is the, the leap from knowing something to teaching it is a very big leap. And a lot of people underestimate how, how different that is. And I learned it myself back in like 2015 when I started to teach graphic design and I was, that's what I I knew. So like I built, uh, you know, a product and a brand that generated millions of dollars with our funnel. And like, I just kind of intuitively knew how to do that, like kind of like bring the brand image together and make it look good. And like create the marketing content. And I was doing it every day, but I'm like, when we, we ended up launching our first course to like teach people how to monetize their Facebook uh, business page. And this was again, back in like 2014, 20, I think 2014 is when we did it. So we were, we had been doing it for a year or two and we had generated millions of dollars in sales uh, purely through our Facebook page. And so we were like, look, we want to help you guys do this too. And I took on one of the modules. We had our, a small team of like three of us. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll teach uh, how to make your page look good and make your graphics all look good, right? When I sat down to actually teach that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I know intuitively how to do it, but how do I get them to like do this successfully without me doing it for them? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I know. That was a- Especially when you're so kind of like, like down a rabbit hole where it's like 10 years in, you're thinking of all the yeah. nuances and it's like, you know, it ends up being like 40 lessons. So yeah. massively, right? And I was like, whoa, this is way harder than I thought. So I just pulled like a couple all-nighters, like making my slide deck and just totally obsessed over it. And that was just the beginning of my journey. I've been doing it ever since then, still trying to refine how do I teach this? How do I make it easier for them? Creating templates, resources, examples. Like it's just a never ending journey, but it's really rewarding because you're like, okay, you actually get better yourself. You actually become a master at the topic by streamlining your own process. And it made me more efficient in my business. I was able to actually outsource at that point. I was able actually to 
teach my team. Yeah. Right. So I don't have to do it all. And it, actually it's easier for me to get my work done. I can, uh, scale faster because now I can actually teach my own uh, team or a VA to do it. And I can make a new income stream by teaching others how to do it themselves. So it's like a total win, win, win. Amazing. So with, with the products that you're launching, I'm curious around kind of what the, um, what the process looks like. If, if someone has, has an idea or, or has an audience, how do you go about kind of figuring out, uh, what topic or what niche to focus on with the course idea? Cause people may have like five different ideas and it's very broad and I want to teach them everything. So how do you kind of figure out that, you know, product market positioning with, with people? Yeah, I know there's there's several ways to do it. You can do the analytical research and dive in. I find that the energy behind it is actually really important. So we've seen some clients try to do like the right course, you know, that's going to be like the most optimized for success. And they're like not fully in alignment with it. So what we usually do now is we just kind of work through, all right, what would be either the most fun for you right now or would take the most off your plate Right. So we look at all the holistic view of like, what is this? What is the purpose of this course in your business? Because the first course and, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket with that first course may not, it's, it's not a smart strategy because again, you're learning how to teach. Um, maybe you don't have a huge audience yet, or even if you, maybe you don't want a big audience yet because you're a little bit rough around the edges with your, with your product. So like, what would be the most um, beneficial course for you to make for your business right now? And is it something you want to streamline, like create your own process to dial that in better? Do you want to like hand this off to your team to teach them how to do this task so you can actually, even if the course doesn't sell, it's actually still serving and helping your business. Um, and then also like, what is your audience asking for and who would be most, do you have 10 people out there who would just be really pumped to take a course from you and learn what you're doing? Those are kind of the obvious ones that we found to be much more fun and, and beneficial out of the gate yeah 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 nice and you mentioned before um around the last question where you're saying how you don't necessarily need an audience so if someone you know they have expertise in a field they've been doing it for 10 15 years and they want to launch an online course but they don't have an audience they don't have a group what like what can they do to either still have a successful launch or at least kind of you know, have decent evergreen sales coming in from from your perspective yeah. The, the beautiful thing is it's better to start right now, even if you don't have an audience and the way you start, like this is a big journey. So you're really building a whole new side of your business and to make that business, if you want to have evergreen sales and start having ads going to it, you need to have proof that people are having success going through this. Uh, you need to have proof that your process works and you need to have a lot of confidence around your ability to help people. So I usually say, if you don't have a big audience, let's start by selling this to like three people as a coaching program or some kind of like one-on-one -on -one, uh, service that you're going to provide. And even if you're already doing that in your business, like just start to like deconstruct that process and turn it into a course by getting paid. We've seen clients just launch with like, Hey, a small group of six people, a three month program. This is one of our best case studies. She just said, Hey, I'm looking for six people who want to see how I run my business or like, well, they want to, you know, you want to see behind the scenes. Uh, it's going to be a wow. three month program. It's going to be 500 bucks a month, 1500 bucks. And cool. she ended up selling that out. And then that gave her the confidence and the, uh, validation that the ideas worked. And then we just packaged that up and relaunched it again as a more scalable course to her other audience. Now, if you don't have anyone to pitch that to, we always recommend going and finding people who do have an audience and just partner with them. So it's, we do a lot of, um, 
partnerships, like affiliate partnerships, or maybe they just, uh, you know, don't want any money, but they're happy to just, Hey, my audience needs this. Like, let's connect. Let me bring you on, interview you, share some value with my audience, and then you can invite them over. So you don't need your own audience to sell it. No, no. Oh man, that's, that's super smart. I want to go deep into the kind of partnership affiliate world because I feel like I I was maybe too early to the, I mean, too late to the game and missed the affiliate thing. You know, I I was going to straight into ads and content. So I feel like there's this whole ClickBank affiliate world going on that, you know, I'm, I'm missing out on. So you don't have an audience. Tell me like practically, maybe if you have an example of someone who didn't have an audience and how you used partnerships or found affiliates and, and what that process would, would look like. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that's how I've made my money my entire career. So I've never mastered ads and I want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think yeah. it's a huge opportunity that I'm missing out on. But early in the, in the early days, we had a, a small team and no budget. Uh, we, we were able to get you know, a few million dollars in, in sales with our software product that no one knew about, no funding, no, it was fully bootstrapped. It was all through partnerships. And we just found people who had an audience and we're like, Hey, we've, we're building this product. Can we help you uh, succeed with it? Maybe it'll help you out. And then we just kind of like get on a call with them. We want to give it to you for free and see if it's a good fit. And then we just help them have success with it. Now you could do the similar model with uh, I, I haven't done the like ClickBank kind of like there are professional affiliate marketers out there and that is an approach you can take, but I've seen better success and a higher percentage of success. If you just find people who really genuinely are in the same space as you and they have an audience of people who really need what you have and then just get on a call with them and say, Hey, I've got a program or a process. I can take people from here to here. Here are the, the steps that I've put in place. Here's some examples of people who've succeeded here are the shortcuts I've found or developed. Um, I'd love to share this with your audience. I think it may help them. And can we get on a call and just uh, go through it? And I, I'd be happy to give it to you for free or like help you with any of these things that maybe you're struggling with as well. And if you get that leader, the influencer to be like, whoa, this is awesome. They're going to want to share it with their audience because they want to, they're always looking for ways to help their audience succeed. Of course. Of course. So, okay. So, so with the product, I would have it find like a leader or, or a group leader, whatever, who has my target audience in that community and then it's like hey here's my free course um you know it may help your community they may share it their community and they're from you know you make it customers or, or clients at least and you can just rinse and repeat this helping different people. yeah you don't even have to have a freebie necessarily you could create the freebie as like a custom free training for their audience to say hey you know you guys um this i heard from you know so and so that or like they could interview you and say hey my audience is struggling with this, this these are questions i get all the time i'm bringing on this expert who can help you guys you know, there's always overlap. Like, let's say we see this happen. We just have a client right now who's a hairstylist and she helps hairstylists optimize their business, make more money. And she's bringing on experts who are like tax experts, you know, and like you can imagine all the experts that she's bringing on that she doesn't want to deal with. But that person, that tax expert that she brings on may have a course that her audience yeah. would actually want to buy. So there's yeah. all this overlap. We're like, oh, we're all helping each other yeah. out. And like, everyone's an expert yeah, at something perfect. different. Similar to podcasting, you know how everyone goes on each other's shows. It's like underground um, with with paid product. Because um, yeah, there's I, I'm hearing it a lot, especially in these podcasts. A lot of these crazy um, uh, partnerships and how and how useful some of them are. So um, it's you know it's it, it's it's awesome. Ty Lopez does a similar thing in, in his online courses where he just brings experts in for SMMA and he's an even teacher. You know what I mean? He's like 10 teachers yeah. on a different topic. 
they have their own course and they're still kind of profiting from it. So I think that's um that's an awesome model. Now now tell me, I'm curious around kind of what the what the funnels that you're that you're going to market with are, are right now because I know you're you're launching to a group, but what does that? I'm sure it, it may depend on the price point, but what yeah, what are those funnel structures like webinar, opt in, checkout? How do you think about that? Yeah, pretty simple. I've based it off of uh, Donald Miller's Marketing Made Simple book. I thought he had the most clear cut. Now everyone's got all these funnel strategies, and I've I've learned a lot of the tactics out there, and I think there's so many different ways to do it. Um, I just find with a lot of people, what we see is trying to do these more premium, like, yeah, sure. People are making millions, millions of dollars doing these amazing funnels, but like to, to realistically launch all like something that complex and have while you're building your own course and you're trying to learn how to teach what you're doing, like it becomes way overwhelming. So we try to make it as simple as possible for our clients and especially in the early stages of like their course business. So the simplest we've come up with is usually like the process we go through is first we try to map out, okay, what is the course going to be? And then we put, we work on the sales page of that course. We don't work on the content at all. We say, how are you going to pitch this and sell it? So getting just the clarity of the sales page of your course is like step one becomes like a pivot point for everything because now we have what the offer is and now we know you're going to have to deliver on the back end. So, uh, but now we also know what we need people to agree to. So like we have like the end thing that you're going to sell. So now we think about what would be a free training or some kind of resource that would attract people who would want this. So you have the sales page. Now what would attract people who want that offer? And usually it's just a, a free training around the same kind of topics. And again, what would be a fun, quick win for their audience. Uh, but generally the, the, you know, we'll put a date on the calendar. It's always a date. So you start with a date and you say, all right, when can I have my sales page ready to buy? And that's going to be the day that you're going to host a free training. So we, we gear everything, everything towards a date. And usually it's a few weeks out and we say, all right. Um, so we try to just get this thing going. Otherwise you're just going to overthink it forever. So we say, let's say three weeks from now, you're going to host a free training. Uh, so we say at that time you need to have um, some free content ready, your sales pitch ready, and your course ready to buy. No, no course content done, just a welcome. Hey, thanks. We're starting on this date. So there's some kind of expectation of the course is going to be developed over this time. Here are the dates you're going to, it's going to be released. And that's fine. That's all we need to get done there. Now we think about as we're building out the uh, course sales page, we're also starting to promote a freebie. So it's like a simultaneous process of even if it's just a free like checklist guide, we're going to promote that and get people to register to see if they want it. So we say, Hey, coming on this date, I'm going to have a, a free guide for you guys or behind the scenes checklist of what I do for my business. Or if you're thinking about doing this, putting together a resource for you, just opt in now, if you're interested on that day, you're going to have access to that resource. Plus uh, I'm going to do a special live training to walk you through it and help you out. So you're, you're immediately now we can start engaging your audience and saying, Hey, what are you guys struggling with? Would you be interested in this? So it's just getting some some messaging out there, even if it's just private chats, whoever you can, uh, usually just find five people that you're thinking about that would be interested and say, hey, would this be interesting to you? And you can pivot really quick. It's just a freebie. So it's not that big a deal. You can try to see what would make resonate with your audience. And now through that process, you're getting um, the engagement from your audience. You're, you're building towards a date. You have a deadline. And you know on that date, you got to show up, give them the freebie, have some fun with them. You want to be in good energy, good spirits. 
talk about mostly you're talking about the opportunity, the mistakes or challenges people are facing, and then what would happen for them if they figure that out. So you're not really giving too much away for free. It's not like you're just dumping all your information on them. You're talking about, hey, here's where people are at. Here's what I'm seeing. Uh, here's how I've overcome that that problem. Uh, here's some tips to help you out and some things to look out for. And actually, um, you know, most people end up getting stuck or you know can't figure out how to do this themselves. So that's why I'm putting together a program that will guide you through this step by step. And if you're interested, we've got uh, a special deal right now for our early you know beta testers or early enrollment special. And you're actually going to get the benefit of going through this course with us or as I build it with you. Uh, you're going to get personalized feedback and attention. And, you know, the first 10 people to sign up are going to get the special deal. And I'm going to make sure you succeed because I want to help, um, you know, I'm going to use, uh, you know, if you're, if you like it, we'll use your testimonial on our sales page in the future. So it's going to be a win-win. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, um, that was awesome. How you did that. I can tell you've done that a few times. <laughs> that, that pitch at the end. It's good. No. So, so currently like the, let me just backtrack. So right there, we speaking about testing different lead magnets on the front end to see what kind of works that all drive towards that one date. Is it any kind of putting feelers out? Did I understand yeah, that correctly? Or? You know, if it's not getting any traction, I wouldn't, you, you could try different angles for the same lead magnet. Sure. Uh, we even suggest, you know, after we get through that first, there's just so many things you're juggling and I just don't, we try not to overwhelm the client. So Hey, we're going to give it the best shot. And if that one flops and you just didn't feel good about the lead magnet, you know, try it again the next month. And and honestly, with our clients now, the ongoing stuff is like every month trying a new angle, a new pitch until you really nail it. And that, that's the lesson I learned all the way back 10, 13 years ago, working with leaders who were making a lot of money, like every week they were showing up and doing like the same pitch, like every single week. Some of them were doing it two, three times a week inviting people live, hanging out, even if it's two, three people there, just practicing your pitch, connecting with them. And you just get better over time. And it's, it's like, I relate it to like comedians, you know, uh, yeah, you see the, yeah, the Netflix yeah, special. Sets. Yeah. You see yeah. the Netflix special, but that's their like hundredth time doing that, that set. And they did it in small groups, yeah. right? They did it in like yeah. private yeah. little club. Testing, getting feedback. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you're just not yeah. going to nail it the first yeah, time. And everyone it. who thinks Damn. they're going to have this like million dollar webinar, totally. the first time they go up on stage, like it's a very bad strategy. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. So, okay. So with these clients that are going evergreen, are they doing a, a, a live every month and then they're just kind of you're testing different leads to, to drive more traffic. And when I say leads kind of different content, pushing them in and then it's once a month or once a week. The cadence that, you know, I think it depends on how aggressive you are and how much time you want to dedicate to it. I've seen weekly uh, that worked for me. And honestly, that's how that was the other strategy that I used to like grassroots grow my um, software company was we, we started doing a live training every week. And that's how we got known. We built a Facebook group of a few thousand people. Uh, this was again before it was even a thing like Facebook Live didn't exist, but we were doing that. Uh, we built a really good relationship with our audience. And I've always done really well with a small audience, but like really engaged. And when you're showing up weekly, it's challenging you. It's creating a cycle. I really like the weekly cycle personally, because you're building towards that every week in the back of your mind. You're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take notes throughout the week of what, what can I share? What are insights or like breakthroughs am I seeing for myself or my clients that I could share for free? And that becomes just tons of free content that you can put on YouTube or gated up as a, an opt-in. I like that cadence. Not everyone can commit to that, especially if you're new. So I've seen people try the the monthly um, 
but again, sometimes when you put it monthly, you put too much pressure on yourself and it's like, again, you're putting too many eggs in that one basket and it just like, if it doesn't work, then you're like deflated and disappointed. So I would say personally, like if you just want to get into it and really get things going, try doing it weekly and just, you know, don't even, it doesn't have to be even like streamed on Facebook. It could just be private. You don't have to promise the replay to anybody, just practice doing it. <laughs> and then after a few weeks of doing like the same kind of pitch, you may find one that's like, Hey, that recording was great. Let me just put that as my evergreen freebie. And now you have like a more optimized freebie that you're actually proud of. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, so basically you can, let's say you do fortnightly, you do these live sessions, you're answering questions, walking through, you're slowly getting better. If one of them like is really, really good, you can just take the recording and then put that as an evergreen webinar to sell that course kind of on autopilot. Right. Yeah. You see people do that strategy with like even micro content, uh, you know, quick Instagram lives or short little videos or like bits and snippets and like see what gets the most engagement. So if you have an audience on social, you can do more micro tests and like daily posts or quick little lives to see what resonates. And now a lot of people use that as a strategy to get feedback way faster. And now you say, okay, that's what resonated. Let me incorporate more of that into my content. I'd love to hear some examples of like the the biggest campaigns and how you use this kind of lead you know lead magnet free training evergreen strategies. So kind of what mm-hmm. was the the lead magnet or the initial hook to these campaigns, and then how did you kind of transition into the product? And what was the you know the pitch of the product? If you could give two examples, sure. Yeah, I'll give. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Both are actually two of the best ones were photographers, and okay. the first one was a friend who we were actually at their wedding in Tulum, Mexico, and she was doing really well in her photography business. And she's like, I want to make a course. Um, I, you know, I just want to like, I'm getting kind of burnt out doing photo shoots all the time. And I've figured out a lot of things that work for me in my business that I think other people are asking me about now. We're like, well, okay, just start like teaching, like don't overthink it. Like, so at the time I was really into Facebook groups and I said, just start a Facebook group and then get 10 people in there. And start doing a weekly training and just answer like, Hey, what do you guys need help with? And just help out as much as you can. So she had nothing in place, no tech, no fancy like structure of a course. It was just, Hey, I'm going to help out photographers. Uh, I want to show you what I'm doing. Come join my group. And this could be any channel, any platform, whatever, wherever you can get their attention. Uh, She did it weekly and it took her about a year of, doing that every week, practicing, mm-hmm. teaching, training, just whatever topics came up, Q and A's doesn't, you know, she didn't have to stress over it too much. It was totally free, but eventually after a few, I think it was like six or seven months of doing that. She got a lot more confident. She's like, okay, I see that. I know a lot more than they do about these specific topics. And she ended up hosting a training. Uh, actually first we told her, all right, now you're going to package this up and put it into a course. So we just said, put it on the calendar a four week course. What are the topics? Four weeks. What could you teach and package up as a course? So, uh, let me find the exact, her name is Meg Marie and, uh, Meg Marie photography. And her course that she created was called the confident brand photographer. Uh, nice. the promise was four weeks to build a magnetic business that does your marketing for mm-hmm. you. So it's a lot around like, how you, I think the four weeks, she still has the actual graphics on the page. Week one was the client experience. Week two was planning a brand shoot. Week three was Mm -hmm. photo shoot day with Meg. So she 
thought, hey, it'd be really cool to go behind the scenes and show how I do my photo shoots. So again, just that's over a, the shoulder of what I'm already cool. doing. Yeah, man, that's it. Nice. And then week four was, um, let's see, final product. So like your whole like delivering the the photos to your client and that whole experience. So really simple, like what she's already doing every day. Definitely, yeah. And what was the what was the target market for that course? Like existing photographers or people who wanted to become photographers. Yeah, generally photographers who were looking to get into this niche of brand photography, which is really popular now with like entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get like brand photo shoots done. Uh, so she she had was a little bit ahead of the curve on that. So it was, it was people looking to maybe move from like wedding photography into like a different type of photo style and also just aspiring photographers who were like doing it as a side thing and were like, Hey, I want to make this a full-time income, which was her story. Right. So she just went back through her own story and the freebie that she made was it was three ways to make more money, magic and impact as a brand photographer. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's just what was honestly like, what was like on her heart that she thought would be fun to teach and it was just a one hour training that she did in her Facebook group. She just invited people. Hey, I'm just going to go live in my group on this date. At that time, she had like seven or eight, uh, maybe seven or 800 people in the Facebook group. I, you know, it might've been even less than that, maybe four or 500. But this was again, after like six, seven months of doing free content, building the group, it just kind of organically grew. And through that, she actually started getting invited onto podcasts. She got um, featured by uh, one of the products that she uses for her photography business. Um, did it like a guest blog post for her. So this started to like build her brand. So she was building this brand of education, not just doing the work. And when she launched the strategy was really like, Hey, it's going to be, I think now it's a, the full price. And th this is a strategy that we do pretty consistently as we say, what would be the dream price that you want to sell this for? Usually it's around a thousand, $1,500. I think the price now is, let's see. It's yeah, $1,300, but she sold it to like the first 10 people for like 250 bucks. And then the next handful of people was like 300 bucks. It was like a, a increasing price up to somewhere around like 500 bucks for that initial launch. And she filled it up. She made like 15 grand her first launch, uh, but she ended up getting that to be a six figure business within I think the first year. And she then just started like that gave her so much momentum. And again, it, she was terrified. She sold it without any content done. <laughs> then she had to be, then she had to make the course. She was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed now. But I'm like, Hey, you just got to do it. Like you, you promised it. Now it's time to execute and just get it done. Four weeks, you're going to get it done. She got the first draft done. And then she kept relaunching it and adding more and more to it. Now it's like this full blown course. And then she took those students and sold a mastermind. She, she took some of the content out of the course and sold lower priced products. So now she has this whole product ladder from that first initial launch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right? No, that's, um, that's, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's, uh, that's, that's so dope. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm curious in that, in that, uh, we might go a, a little bit deep on marketing, but I know you're a pro, so I'm curious. So, so when we're doing like, first of all, how do you do, you know, customer and, and competitor research when you're kind of launching these products. Cause even there, you know, when you spoke about the, the photography business, knowing a nuance that maybe the, the market has tried wedding photography before and our brand photography is kind of like the shiny new object. How do you, you know, when you're entering in the saturated space, what do you look for? How do you get like a good grasp 
so you can come in with your product as kind of new, new and unique and different. Yeah, no, it's, I think this is where I'm maybe not as analytical as traditional marketers. I'm much more of a visual, like feely person. So I'm like, I'm a more of a designer than a marketer. <laughs> man, man, I think I, yeah, I think I, uh, um, I, I vibe that too. I think I'm similar. Where it's like a nice. feeling sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's like the energetics we've seen, like you can, and I, I've tried it from personal experience. I've gone through and I'm like, all right, here's like the ultimate webinar pitch structure. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to master this. I'm going to do it to the T. I'm going to just like, just sit there and grind away to put this presentation together and do it the perfect way and like follow all the steps. I show up and I'm just kind of like robotic. I'm not fully like in it. And it just, I get crickets. And then I'll do something where I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like inspired. I'm really excited to share something. And I get engagement and like just so much interaction where I'm just like, it's genuinely like, I just freaking care about it and I want to help people. And there's so much more like, you know, just getting feedback from your own audience actually haven't. So usually it's even conversations with clients or people that your ideal customer talking to them. And nowadays, like what I do now is record everything and then I have AI analyze it. So I'm like, what are the things that are coming up or like do like a Q and A in a group or get, uh, I've done surveys, right? You know, I've done, um, a friend of mine does beta launch strategy. So it's like, Hey, I'm putting a program together. I'm going to give you totally free access to it. If you fill out the survey. So if you just want to like get feedback from your audience, like what challenges are you facing? What would be most interesting to you? Uh, which topics are most interesting and just see what like your actual people care about and what they need right now. Cause it is changing pretty quickly. If you try to like use data, um, that's existing already on the web, it may not be yeah, what people really want definitely. right now. Old. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and a lot as well. And sometimes it's like, I don't know if it's the same with you, but a lot of people in my circle, they kind of want to copy existing funnels. And I know, you know, there's like funnel hacking and a lot of people do it, but, but sometimes you're kind of, you know, if people have a ton of testimonies or a ton of case studies or really good backend, you may need to do something uh, like different than, than what the mainstream is doing, but also that methods are working. So I'm curious around, you know, cause I struggle with this a lot where people are like, Oh, just copy the funnel. I'll try copying a funnel and it doesn't work for me. Versus just kind of doing it through first principles. Um, yeah, I, I'm curious what, what you think about that. I totally agree. Yeah, I think there's just a level of being realistic. And I'll, I'll mm. you know, hack a funnel. And I'm like, do you, people realize how much work it went in to make this funnel? <laughs> I mean, from the, like, yeah, the, oftentimes like the best funnels. Sell steps. Yeah, there's like 18 sales pages that are would take weeks and weeks and then each product itself like so to throw that bonus in there you have to develop and create that bonus right i mean that's not just like a sales page it's also the entire product that they probably launched a few years ago like it just these things are and it's cool to see like okay you can build these assets because each product you make is an asset that you can use in different different ways so we have a client so you like use a course to help sell their coaching programs or their one-on-one because you can like add extra value but it's all these, these compounding assets and building your brand. And when you see the pinnacle person who's like the top of their game has their team and so many clients come to me and they're like, I want to be like Amy Porterfield or whatever. I'm like, great. Uh, maybe like version five of your course. If that like make, yeah. make a few hundred thousand Wait, dollars yeah, first yeah. before Give you yourself 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you don't even need to hire a professional like video or just do it, do it rough and raw now and like get it out there see what resonates. And if it really lands and you feel like, okay, if I can elevate this, uh, you know, that extra 10%, it may help, you know, double my conversions. Great. At that point, 
you can invest more money and resources into it. But just getting the first draft off the ground is such a huge leap that even if you sell it to three people, that's fine. Just know that it's a long-term play. But again, you can have the immediate ROI by leveraging that course um, for your own business and get, again, make it useful in your business right now, even if it doesn't sell, but also learn how to teach. And then um, that's going to make you more confident and more energetic and excited to go make those connections or referral partners. And eventually go speak on stage. And now you have people listening to you and you're showing up with confidence. They're going to want to go check out what you're selling. For sure. For sure. Well, um, we, we don't have a ton of time left, man. So I would love to kind of chat about, you know, some of the, some more kind of crazy stories or, or, you know, some, some crazy funnels that hit, you know, really, really big scale that you worked on and, and the strategies you used. If you can think of any good ones. Yeah. You know, a few things that worked, I've had a success with like Kickstarter as well. And I learned a lot of principles with that. So the product I made years ago that was doing Facebook lead gen, what we got known for was sweepstakes. And that's a strategy that I don't see being used a lot, but it was really effective. We had a lot of successful launches and you can go from zero to having a big community pretty quick. So we've helped brands start with nothing from scratch. They do a sweepstakes like, hey, we're giving this away. Even if it's a, a digital product, uh, you know, refer, um, you know, come join this free webinar or something. And uh, if you refer friends, you're going to get more chances. We're going to give away like either one-on-one uh, $10,000 package, or we're going to give away our course, our entire program, or something. You know, we've done it with physical products. So we've helped uh, physical products launch on Kickstarter. We did uh, a 600, I think two different $600,000 launches. So it's from zero to 600,000 in sales in 30 days, like with the brand that didn't exist. Right. <laughs> and it's, there it was a combination of gathering up like influencers and partnerships and having all of them promote to their audience, uh, doing the sweepstakes promotion. So showing up, inviting your friends, we used a Facebook group for that. So after they registered, hey, come join our group and our community, you're gonna get updates. You're gonna see behind the scenes of the founders, like what we're doing with our product. So these principles of building a brand and launching products and engaging your audience, I learned a lot of that from those experiences and they were really, really wild. Damn, yeah, it, it sounds crazy because I used to work like at, at Founder Magazine and some of the biggest launches that we had were, were when, you know, and a lot of the big guys do it now as well, where it's timed, you know, there's an event or a date, there's kind of front, there's content, there's partners, and it's all a big kind of hype and almost has, you know, some kind of, I don't know, network effect where mm -hmm. it almost seems like, like there's a buzz in your niche. I see some of them um, at, at Twitter as well. So having that kind of multi, you know, multi-partner, huge kind of launch strategy, um, and, you know, and even saw that in the NFT space. An NFT yeah. kind of is a digital product, but, but yeah. there was that like FOMO hype countdown you're going to miss <laughs> out that just drives people crazy. You know? yeah. So we can learn, you know, it, yeah, if people can sell monkey pictures for 100K, we should learn learn something from them for sure. <laughs> totally. That's so funny because it's so true. It's very similar energy. But I don't recommend, you know, if someone's new to courses, like that's that's a lot to juggle your first time through. And if you don't have the budget to like hire a team and like really manage that, it become overwhelming. Um, so yeah, just, I've, I haven't seen, I haven't tried that with my current clients and, and truly the big launches, 
I think that's great. At some point it makes sense, but for the newbie getting into this game of online courses, uh, I see a lot of relief from clients who are like, maybe had this like high hopes of doing a big launch. And then they're like, Oh, we only got five people in. I'm like, and then they start to teach and they're like, Oh, I'm glad only five people are in. Cause I really need some time to <laughs> develop my content and connect with people and having a small group is actually better at the beginning. Uh, but eventually it's it can happen within 12 months. Like where you just become like, all right, I'm ready to go get this out there because I'm so confident now. Yeah. And, and, and finally, what do you, I'm curious kind of what you're seeing working, uh, in the space right now, are you testing any AI tools or messenger bots, or is it just still kind of good, good lead magnets and, and, and live calls? What do you, man, I'm obsessed with AI. So another quick story, a couple of years ago, early 2021, I was looking for some solutions and I found like AI tools were starting to pop up. So I, uh, I got into AI back then I did one free training. I, I became an affiliate with like, at the time it was conversion, uh, dot AI. Now it's Jasper. Um, I was also copy.ai. I became an affiliate with both of those and I did a training to my audience and um, I was just like, this is the future guys, like check it out. I did a, I showed them like what's going on. And I was really excited about it. Again, just from like pure enthusiasm and excitement. I got so much buzz. The CEO of copy AI hit me up and was like, Hey, can I come on and do an interview? So I'm like, sure. Here's a link he booked for like the next day. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, so the next day I brought him on and then I ended up being their affiliate manager for a, a year and a half. I did 150 hours of live training with them. So we were doing like daily training and same thing, help them go from 10,000 users to 10 million. And yeah, so Jeez, <laughs> in like two years, man. so the same Damn. strategies I applied to that. I love selling software and teaching yeah. software. That's one thing I'm passionate about, but uh, yeah, AI, man. So I had, a, I had a chance to like see this whole wave way before it got mainstream. And I'm still obsessed where AI is right now is so smart. And just the last few months in October right now, like this month is going to be a huge breakthrough in AI. Uh, a lot of things coming out. So yeah, man, I'm using it in every aspect, every aspect of my business, every task that I do, I'm trying to train the AI to automate that. So I can do it not just for myself, but I can teach it, share it, create templates and also um, use it within my own agency. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same here, man. Like it's like I, I think without Chat GPT, yeah, I'd be lost. It's almost like like internet now. You know what I mean? Helps with everything, research, spelling. So it's gonna be a crazy time to see you know all these new tools coming up. I'm even experimenting with some kind of AI um, sales, kind of like sales conversation bots as well for outbound. Yep. Um, which we're testing. There's a ton of stuff, man. Um, even like email out route with like custom custom groups we were doing that so it's going to be uh yeah interesting interesting few months man hyper personalized yeah the sales process is now going to be and it's going to learn all about what you're offering and you can have your robots like doing those interactions directly with your potential customers i think even on the back end course side of it the course creation or the course experience is going to be totally different they're going to buy into your brain and they're going to be able to interact with your ideas a co-pilot yeah 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 i know i've been thinking about uh, about you know what um what's going to put us out of business you, you know what i mean in terms of <laughs> online course and there's definitely that you know co-pilot up upload a brain um it's interesting man it's um it's a crazy time feels like we're in a sci-fi movie yeah more important than ever to get these ideas out of your head start to document your process because you can train an ai and then sell access it's basically your own software product that will just run for you and you can charge a monthly fee for access to it. 
well, well man, you should um, you should launch that, and I'll uh, you know I'll be happy to write a VSL funnel for it. <laughs> Working on it, some partnership, man. I reckon, oh yeah, good, love it, man. Well, um, yeah, let me know once it's live, and I can tell everyone about it and and use it myself. And uh, people in the audience can speak to the Lucas bot or the Andrew bot or have us That's in a group it. chat or something. Who knows? Nice, man. Well, um, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Like so much value here, so much experience. Uh, I learned a ton. Um, is there anything else that you know you um, you want to say? Any ideas that you want to share to the course creator community before we wrap up? Yeah, I think we covered a lot of, of my yeah. talking points. So yeah, I'd say just it's a long. You know, I tell people do something you're passionate about. I'm not in the game of like going to a niche product just to make money or something. Like I really think branding is going to be key because especially with AI and content just being blasted out there. Uh, you want to become known for a topic and you want to be really passionate about it and like be a micro niche leader. And one of the best ways to do that is to teach and share and create courses and, and create a product ecosystem that gives you the freedom to spend more of your time showing up in your space and building real authentic connection with your audience and don't rely on the tech to do that. I mean, it can, but like it's your brand, your personal brand is what people are going to look for because they're going to be overwhelmed with information. They're going to look for trusted leaders, thought leaders who they can really trust. Yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. I love it. Well, um, if anyone listening, where can they find out more about you? Um, what websites can, can they go to? Yeah. So my agency is coursebuilderpros.com and that's, you know, uh, we kind of like you, we do like the full service setup. So yeah, that's, uh, one site. Uh, I'm also developing some really cool stuff at designhacker.com and that's going to be more cool. of the like DIY. If you want access to like those AI prompts and graphic templates, everything I'm doing for our clients, I'm teaching that as well at designhacker.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Andrew, uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, a ton of value to everyone listening. Check out Andrew below. Um, uh, and that's the pod. Thanks for listening.